When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of Pitching In. This is an extra special one here. Friday, February 9th, you do not recognize, or maybe you do recognize the person opposite the screen from me, my lovely wife, Abby Mackey, health writer for the Post-Gazette. In the other room right now, I'm back in our family room. Ab's out in the living room, and we have some special treats in store for you. Ab, what's going on? I just saw you five minutes off camera, but uh, it's been a long time. I missed you. <laughs> yeah, we're a whole two rooms away. A lot different out here. <laughs> so I, I I asked Abby to come on because we've been through Fort and Andrew Destin, and I really wanted to get Abby's take on the Pirates offseason and what they've done. That's That's been my goal. Um, so Abby's going to be breaking down a lot of some inside baseball stuff with their moves. Um, are you ready? Totally. I have hot takes. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not going there. Um, I, I guess I'll talk a little bit about actual baseball stuff. Um, but really, the reason I, I asked Ab to come on and she wanted to do it um, is to talk about spring training, to talk about Bradenton, that area, what it's like for a family. Um, it's probably going to um, – this always happens when we get going – Talk a little bit about the family life on a beat and what it means for spring training. Um, I know spring training has actually become one of our favorite times of the year. Um, I'm convinced I would be divorced if I didn't go down there and Abby didn't have a chance to, to go down there. Maybe she can refute that. I doubt she will. <laughs> um, but we, we will talk about what we like so much about that area. And there's a reason, too. Um, we're going to be rolling out a whole bunch of uh, spring training preview content. Um, and Abby wrote a dynamite story about what to do for families in Bradenton, not necessarily baseball. I mean, obviously that's, that's going to be there. It's going to be a part of your trip. Right. But, um, Ab, what'd you write about? Well, I, I know what you've written about, but people listening and watching have not. Yeah. I mean, so Jason last year wrote a list of restaurants that he loved and people are still coming up to him now right? Just a couple of weeks ago yep. saying, oh, I followed everything on your list. So he had the idea of sort of expanding that into, you know, things to do, things to do for family, since we have, we're lucky enough to have experience down there doing that. And just any family traveling anywhere, you can look at Pinterest, you can Google where you're going and see what some activities are, but there's really nothing better than someone who's done it and who can tell you these are my top favorite things to do. So I have a top 10 list of things to do in and around Bradenton. And I think something that people don't realize is how close Anna Maria Island is, how close yeah. some of these other areas are 
So if you're in a position where you rented a car, even if you wanted to Uber, there are a lot of things that really aren't that far away. So some of this stuff is sort of in Sarasota. Some of it is in a place called Palmetto. Some of it is in Anna Maria Island. But it's things for people to do with or without kids, really. I mean, it's a little bit kid-focused, but I think even if it was just a couple going down or friends going down, that there are things on here you'd want to do. Awesome. And we will... We will get to some baseball talk as well. We'll get to some Anna Maria Island talk. We'll get to some some beat talk and all that stuff. But first, I want to remind you that Pitching In is brought to you, as always, by the North Shore Tavern. If you love baseball, you'll love the North Shore Tavern. The interior is wall-to-wall pirates. There are appetizers, entrees, cocktails, and, of course, steak and seafood on a sizzling lava stone. Open every day. The North Shore Tavern across from PNC Park is Pittsburgh's home for steak on a stone. The first baseball topic I'll throw out there, Gary Sanchez um, was a catcher that Maybe could have been in Pittsburgh. I can't say I'm surprised that he signed with the Milwaukee Brewers. It definitely stinks. The Pirates want to see their team have some shred of activity. Um, but I just didn't see the fit. And I wrote that, um, you know, if the Pirates were going to pay $7 million and Sanchez had his choice between here, where they need to play a 1-1 pick in Davis versus the Brewers, where he'd have more opportunity, he's going to go there. And then the Pirates could overpay, but then you're paying $10 million for a catcher when you have a 1-1 pick there. So it's doesn't make a lot of sense. I can't say I was surprised. Um, and I think the way we're going to do this, guys, by the way, is just we'll intersperse some some baseball talk. I won't hit you over the head with it. The point of this episode is to get you primed for spring training the way we are. Um, I head down there Monday. Abby and the kids will, will head down there in March, I believe March 3rd, um, spend about a week down there. Unless, unless of course, that trip expands um, the way it just happened to last year, young lady. Um Evan, the kids were there for a little bit. And then I forget what, what had happened. They like my, my flight was delayed, canceled something. We couldn't make it. And you were like, ah, the heck with it. We'll just, we'll just stay two more days. I forget. the Well, way you, okay. You that's not exactly days, what happened. Was... I mean, we may have, you know, <laughs> taken advantage of the situation more than we had to, but they kept pushing our flight back. Right. And so we have a kid with sort of a unique sleeping situation they were trying to make us fly in at like 10 o'clock at night it would have made the next day or two a disaster and so the next direct flight because i was flying myself with two kids just happened to be two days away which you know who's complaining (laughs) (laughs) very nice and i love it i mean i know some writers will go home will take a break I don't like doing that. We did that my first year on the beat. I, it felt disjointed. I, you feel like get out of rhythm and stuff. And um, I'll take a couple days off, maybe like two or three, if that. I might even just go to the park like when Andrew Destin is down there. Um, you know, I might just go and not write or something. But I, I don't, I don't view it as you know. There are people out there, you know, digging ditches and doing manual labor. Um, I can write a story. I can go to a baseball game. I'm not going to complain about that. Uh, But anyway, I stay there and it's nice to bring the family down and it's nice to have Abby and the boys and how much they've fallen in love with it. And, you know, people around the team know who they are. Um, and, And so the pirates have been welcoming to that. And it's just nice to have your family in an area that I've fallen in love with. Abby's fallen in love with, you know, what's funny though, when I first started doing this, and even before I got into baseball, Abby, you were not you were not a big Florida person. I was not. And I would say even now, I'm not necessarily the biggest Florida person. Like typical, stereotypical Florida culture, probably not exactly in line with the way that I am. But Jason told me long ago that the area around Bradenton is a little bit different. And he's yep. totally right. 
Um, and I think some of the places I talked about sort of reflect that, right? So it's not, to me, this is a stereotype, personal opinion, par parts of Florida feel plastic, yeah. you know, a little, a little contrived. There are so many areas around Bradenton where you can seek natural beauty, really rugged coastlines and things like that, which is not something I saw coming. Yeah, for sure. And it, it just feels so close, local, warm. It's, it's hard to put your finger on it. But I like the, the, the first time I started going down there, it, it just felt accessible to me. Um, you know, my initial trip was like, you know, Pier 22 in downtown Bradenton. Like you can't, and that's, by the way, um, Abby's doing her list of family. We basically split apart what I did last year. I'm sticking with the favorite restaurants. I'm doing it a little bit differently. I basically um, handled it like I would a baseball roster where I have like, you know, guys that are my trusted veterans there on the team. You know, absolutely. I have some guys that are new to the 40 man roster this year. Um, I DFA'd some places too. I'll explain those. We'll get into that. But just, you know, Abby's handling the more like lifestyle stuff around spring training. I'm handling the restaurants and Pier 22 is one of my trusted veterans. But I mean, from the first time going down there, it just, it felt so good. Um, I, I don't know if a lot of people feel that way. A lot of writers feel that way about where they go to spring training. I'm not sure, but I've absolutely fallen in love with it. I think everybody is so darn welcoming there. Um, what they've done to expand airport service at SRQ, how getting around there is not a nuisance. You get to see all kinds of cool things. Um, I, I'm going to be spoiling your story a little bit, Ab, but, but things like, you know, Emerson Point, um, Robinson Preserve, the proximity to Anna Maria Island, um, the stuff where, you know, I might be out at baseball, but I get to like hop in and do a little bit with you guys. Um, some of the museums like uh, aquariums, moat, bishop, this sort of thing. I mean, they are like, they're not just there. They're not just like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, it's fun. It's cute. Uh, it's, it's by the beach. So we'll, we'll go like they're legit good. Um, so I don't know, maybe, maybe you could expand a little bit more on some of those specific places that you, you drilled down into. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I tried to accomplish here. So things that made my list, these aren't just, they didn't make the list simply because they're close to LECOM, right? They're, they're, they're legitimate recommendations for things that are worth your time. In fact, I even have a line in, in there about Bishop, um, Oh, it has some long name, Science and Nature Museum or something like that, right? It's right in the heart of Bradenton. It is a fantastic natural history museum that actually focuses on Florida national, natural history, which if you say that to your kid, their eyes are going to totally glaze over. So don't say that to your kid. But once you get there, they do it in these really innovative ways with fantastic arts and hands-on exhibits. There are manatees. There's an entire room dedicated to kids. And I mean, so I'm nerdy about museums. I love museums. You can tell when a museum puts an exhibit in and they really thought about it. They really sunk some money into it versus, okay, we printed some stuff and here's something fun to sit on, right? They made an entire room that looks like a kid's imagination. There are giant planets hanging from the ceiling. It looks like a backyard. It has a treehouse. There's a live tortoise. This is just such a wonderful place to go. And you can walk there from all sorts of other attractions. Totally worth your time and effort to go to this place. Yeah. And when she says walk there from other attractions, I mean, it's right along the river walk. 
Yeah. Pure 22, Oak and Stone, two, two absolute favorites. Uh, restaurant wise on my list, old, like the, the main street, like the main drag in Bradenton has for, for people who have been there. Um, you know, uh, oh, what's the, oh, bricks. I always forget about it. The Irish bar and martini bar, uh, which is fantastic. People go there. Like it's, it's right there. It's all, it's all so local. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that part of it. And you can also just get out and explore as much stuff as you want. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about the baseball aspect in a minute, but you know, I know when, when Abby and the boys were down there, like, you know, we went across the bridge to Palmetto, uh, in Emerson point and, you know, tooling around there, um, or out to Anna Maria Island and collecting seashells and, and stuff by Palmasola Bay. And I, there's just so many ways to fill your time as a family, like just away from baseball. It's impressive. So Emerson point, just for a little primer, cause that prop, that, that term probably doesn't mean anything to certain people, right? So it's a protected area that is also an archaeological site, like an active archaeological site. There are rules about what you can touch and what you can't touch and what you can take and what you can't take. But when you walk in there, it feels like you're on another planet. I, you know, it, it feels as close to anything like Indiana Jones that you'll probably ever see in your life, right? Yeah. So just huge trees, foliage just hanging off of them. Our sun, there's a natural uh, native gopher tortoise in Florida, which is, I mean, a foot long. This is a big creature. Our son found one just walking across walking the... Out, out. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just the just the magic that brings to trips when people discover things or it feels like you're the one to discover things. It's just really so fun. And those are the things that really cement memories, I think. All right. Let's take a little baseball break and talk some pitching. Another story I wrote this week was about the Pirates pitching fits. They need a starting pitcher. Um, I outlined four avenues they can go. Ab, which way would you go? Left. <laughs> is, that, is that an option? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, probably not. I think we went left with the uh, Marco Gonzalez um, and, and Martin Perez signings. But OK, I mean, yeah, I guess they, they could go left depending on what they did with the Marlins. But I mean, they need to make a trade here, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, like Edward Cabrera from the Marlins makes a ton of sense to me. I don't know why this hasn't gotten done already, but this is a 25 year old kid who has kind of had trouble throwing strikes, but should be attainable for the Pirates. I'm not sure the Marlins are going to be trading, you know, Yuri Perez, Jesus Lasardo, uh, Braxton Garrett. Like these are three really, one, one's a rookie, two guys start in the playoff game. Like, but if you're looking at who is attainable, Cabrera should be one of them. Um, I, I've talked a little bit about some of the Mariners guys, uh, Wu and Miller. Um, I, I don't see why the Mariners would do that. Both rookies that, you know, they're on very cheap contracts, team control contracts. They pitched well. The Mariners should be in contention. It would be tough to pull that off, um, but we'll see. Another ones I outlined too, and I'll wrap this up. Michael Lorenzen is somebody that has really been on my radar a little bit more than maybe he was before. Um, I looked at his year-end numbers initially. And I thought, eh, no thanks. But if you sort of break it down between before his no-hitter and after his no-hitter, it allows the end to the season. Um, but this guy is somebody that really might benefit. They you can maybe get him a little bit cheaper, and there's something there. He found something last year that intrigues me. Um, the last two, Domingo Herman and Trevor Bauer, I've looked at. I mean, the Pirates have to do something. It might involve taking on one of these guys. I don't know, but um, we'll leave the meat of that for another time. I want to talk more about 
Bradenton, and something I tell people, uh, and you're around for these, I mean, you've heard this, but people go to games at Lecom Park, and that's great, and you should, and it's fun. Um, if you have the ability to go to Pirate City um, starting Valentine's Day for the first workout, pitchers and catchers, uh, by the way, that's the first workout for pitchers and catchers, first full squad is February 19th, but if you have the ability to go to Pirate City, man, that is so much better. We had... I mean, we had a great time as a family. I see it every day just from reporting and seeing how close fans can get, what the layout of it is. Give me the the mom's perspective. Like, what's it like taking two kids to Pirate City versus Lecom? First of all, it's the most accessible experience going, right? So it's a perfectly flat walk from your car to the main attraction. You don't have to do anything at all. It's also you know, a the, free walk, it's by the way. free. Yes, it's free. You can bring stuff in. You want to bring some waters or sandwiches. It seems like that's okay, right? Yep. The only, the only requirement is you have to chit-chat with the usually two older men at the at the front, right? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. they've, they've probably collected a ball or two uh, from the field, and they try to give them out to little kids, and they just want to know where you're from, and you just talk for a minute. There are no tickets, nothing like that. And I think the most special part is, and this doesn't only apply to kids, right? Anybody with sort of an inclination to be wowed by things is just that while you're standing there, there are players walking right by you, right? And in some ways, there's nothing Stopping, signing, interacting with people like they're not, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you actually, there was a moment where I had to step out of somebody's way, right? (laughs) I mean, that's how close you are when you're there. And, there, you know, in ways, there's nothing more special than looking at a kid of yours who just is so enamored with baseball players and looking up at them, you know, while they're in spikes, while they're in a uniform. It's just such a wow moment for them. Yeah, that's the easy one, right? Like you go down there, you're going to go down there for the baseball. I would certainly advocate to anybody if you're going to make a trip, you got to see a game at Lecom Park. It's one of the oldest facilities in major league baseball period um they do a great job with it uh, the people working there like are the nicest people on the planet i mean if i lived and worked in florida i'd be pretty darn nice too um that would be fantastic but uh yeah it's it, it's got great history there and it's a great place to watch a game but i would absolutely advocate going to pirate city and in previous years i would tell you to stop at mixins um i can't do that and dearly departed i know <laughs> true story like i had gone to pirate city obviously a whole bunch before abby and the kids made it down for the first time and i would always you know blab on about you guys gotta you guys gotta try this you guys gotta try this and you know i i say a lot of that abby probably gets tired of me hearing it and i kept talking about this like orange twist cone and i did and we got down there last year and they tried it and darn it if i wasn't right for once you were right you were Thank right. You. So, okay, this isn't, okay, so we love Sarah's in Erie. They have an orange twist cone, right? Anybody in our age bracket, you grew up with like the Flintstones push pops, right? This is probably your reference point for an orange ice cream. That is yep. not what this tasted like. This tasted like real oranges. No. It was but awesome. it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Sorry. You'll have to gone. take our words. No so, <laughs> so that's part of the update in the, the column that I wrote about places to eat and drink. Um because, I mean, I, I, I love it. It's a hobby of mine. Um, I don't cook. I don't know if I've ever said this on Does the podcast. Not cook. I, you, you don't want me cooking. No. Uh, the last time I cooked, I I should have set off the smart smoke alarms. I'm, I'm surprised that they did not go off in our house. I'm questioning um, our, our smoke alarms. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. 
I will clean. I will. I will do dishes. I will do laundry. I will vacuum. I will. I will do any household chore. But I yeah. do not cook, and I hate cooking. Um, so anyway, I go out to eat a, a decent amount down there. I'll pack my pack pack my lunch, eat breakfast in our condo, whatever. But I like to go out to eat and sample different things. Um, so some places have been voted off the island. Um, you know, cross the mob. Literally. Yeah, literally right. voted right. off the island. Yeah, right. uh, food and beer was one of my favorites. Yes, the restaurant is called Food and Beer. I swear, um, and it was good for a while. It had a good run. I almost thought about taking my family there, but the last time I was there, I mean, the service was just horrendous. You're waiting entirely too long. The food's actually pretty decent, but um, and the beer, but it's it just the, the service was not good. So that's one that went away. Um, well, we had a couple that went out of business. They're no longer there. Which ones were those? One was the uh, Primo um, Italian restaurant, which I didn't know until I went down there and learned it. Oh, yeah. I, I know where I was going with this eventually. Uh, the Primo Italian restaurant that I really, really liked. Shut up. <laughs> the one that another one I crossed off the list was an ice cream place, um, Alice Scoopers, that I recommended last year. And then we went down there and it had changed ownership. So we're in the market for a new ice cream place. Uh, I think we're going to try a place called Detweiler's, which is a um, sort of a farm mixinsy looking place, right? It was a recommendation mm -hmm. from uh, one of the Pirates minor league pitching guys, Josh Hopper, who's a big ice cream fanatic, and and he sent us to Alice Scoopers the first time. So it's but fun anybody, to just trade wrecks down there. If anybody goes down there and has a great ice cream recommendation, let us know because a lot of the places we tried to go to or did go to, yeah, they're all scooping. Like I think it is a local ish company. But it's all the same ice cream. Like you're not running into a Dave and Andy's. You know, you're not running into places where or, or a Pages. So we're not running into places where they're really doing their own thing so much. They need a Pages down there. That would They need a Pages. That would fix it. They really do. Yeah. Now there is Jeremiah's. You read yep. about Jeremiah's, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think I included it. I'm not, I'm not, oh. I'm, I might have given Jeremiah a short trip. No. Well, Talk tell the little Jeremiah. base. Tell the baseball hook because that's that's the really cool part. All right, so Jeremiah's is like a uh, a local Rita's, uh, basically, is what they do. And so we're sitting there last year. Um, guy comes up to us and say, "Hey, how you guys doing? You know, you enjoying it?" It's like, "Yeah, sure, it's great." He's like, "Oh, I'm the owner." And we start chatting him up. Turns out it's Ryan Mountcastle from the Orioles. It's his brother. He opened this place. Like, you know, it's not in Sarasota. It's in Bradenton. It's only a couple miles from Lecom. Um, it's actually right on Manatee Avenue, but. Ryan Mountcastle's brother owns a the Jeremiah's yogurt plant. Okay, well, we know, um, but it's very good. So if you ever get a chance, check it out. Um, we enjoyed it very much. And Jeremiah was and is a bullfrog. Like, that's the logo. It's a frog. And I love that song. So we, we know that, that was in yeah. a song. All it's right. a great song. All right. Back to baseball for a second. Uh, another piece of news. Kanan Smith and Jigba was placed on waivers and claimed by the Seattle Mariners. Uh, very cool story by the way. I really enjoyed dealing with Kanan Smith and Jigba. Awesome dude. Um, just one of those baseball players, personable, available, uh, polite, articulate, all that. Cannot say enough good things about him. I understand why he didn't earn a regular job. I think he ended, you know, hit a buck something with the Pirates. It's not going to get it done. Um, understand why they maybe, you know, DFA'd him, need a roster spot. Uh, a little surprised by it, but also happy for him. He's going to go to Seattle where his younger brother, Jackson, plays for the Seattle Seahawks. Just a cool, cool story there. So don't want that, don't want that to go uh, unnoticed. But all right, Ab, so we talked a little bit about um, like Emerson Preserve, Emerson Point, 
Um, I think we've called them both. Um, you know, a couple other places. Where where are we forgetting, omitting on your list? Where? Well, I think Kanan Smith and Jigba is a perfect segue to another part of my list, right? So we really? went to, yeah, because we went to Wicked Cantina in Sarasota. Oh, man, that's right. And Kanan Smith and Jigba was super kind and walked up to us and because he knew who Jason was and introduced himself to me and our kids, which was so nice. And yeah. so now we can talk about Sarasota as a result. So nice. we had, you're welcome. So we have two places on my list that are Sarasota based. So the Orioles facility is there, right? And mm -hmm. it feels like the Pirates play the Orioles yes, every three days. Yeah, they right? play them so 87 <laughs> times every spring, approximately. <laughs> so um, whether you go to that stadium to see a game or whether you're just curious about Sarasota, it's a very cool place, has a very different feel from Bradenton, at least in my opinion. Everything is pretty. That is, yeah. <laughs> that is what I came away sure. with, that everything feels intentional and bright and pretty, but if you drive through Sarasota and keep going a little bit, technically it's still in Sarasota. We have Moats uh, Aquarium, which is just one of the coolest places I have ever been in my life. Jason did not have the advantage of coming with us because he was covering baseball, but me and the kids went. For anybody who grew up in Pittsburgh and their parents probably drove them to SeaWorld a thousand times before that was like cringy. Um, yeah, so... Uh, it's the closest thing to SeaWorld while being appropriate to other species. Uh, there's a giant, giant tank filled with different types of fish and sharks. And then they have shows throughout the day, which is what makes it SeaWorld-ish to me, where their experts are out there with microphones explaining what they're doing, feeding the sharks, which, I mean, every kid on Earth freaks out and thinks that's the coolest thing. Lots of hands-on exhibits, just really top-notch stuff. And the majority of the space is really cool because if you're inside and outside at the same time. It has this yeah. really, really high roof. Um, and there's like a gap between the height of the walls and where the roof is. So you feel like you're outside. It's breezy. But if you choose to go on a rainy day, you're not going to get wet either. Uh, and then there's another building that's a little farther away. They also have like a, a native bird enclosure. So it's sort of like three spots and it's nestled a around a whole bunch of keys. So you're still technically in Sarasota. It's amazing. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and if you go there, I mean, there's a thousand places you can eat in Sarasota, right? Uh, Wicked Cantina was one of our favorites. Um, I'll, I'll sell you on the dollar beers and Jimmy Buffett cover band playing in a parking lot. Beauty of Florida. You can just do that. And uh, the burritos, tacos, all the stuff. I mean, it's 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 legit. It's not yeah. not bad at all. Uh, but dollar beers, uh, chips and salsa, uh, which was very good. And, and a Jimmy Buffett cover band in the parking lot. I am sold. Take my money. Uh, so, all right. Um, another part of my list, and this is something that'll be good for, for Ab and I to talk about is, uh, new additions to our, our list and places that we found. Um, I mentioned a few that are no longer there. I want to mention one that has really shot up. Well, all right, maybe two, it's kind of tough to differentiate them because they're both in the same direction. They're both kind of selling the same thing. Um, but two restaurants that we absolutely adore, I would be stunned if we don't hit while we're down there. And I, I've been recommending them to several people, um, Island time on Anna Maria Island, 
and this is in no particular order, um, in the sort in Swordfish Grill, which is in Cortez. Um, if you're going from Bradenton to Anna Maria, you're going to have tide tables on your left. Hopefully you've gone there before. That's one of the best places down there. Before you get there, you're going to get to a little nondescript thing. It's like this boat launch thing. You're going to make a left and Swordfish Grill. Um, I'm going to leave that there for you. Uh, what are people going to see as they walk into Swordfish Grill? Well, let me just explain it this way. When we're having really dreary weather, or if daydreaming is something that will help me on a particular day, I daydream to Swordfish Grill and yeah. their outdoor deck. Kill and it. It, is, it is a much different feel than, say, tide tables, or if you eat somewhere on Anna Maria Island right on the water. I mean, that's all very beachy, which is great. But Swordfish Grill, they're sort of on like this... Okay, I'm not like a marine biologist. It's like a little inner canal kind of place, right? Yeah. So there aren't there aren't waves, there isn't sand, but there is ocean water and all of these really tall grasses and people sort of like um, kayak through there and stuff like that. But to me, that makes it a very serene sort of situation. And I remember the day that we went, I don't know why there were moods. Maybe I was one of them. We were just sort of having like a little bit of a rocky day. Yeah. And we went there and we sat on the deck and it was just the perfect situation. The food was great. We got some interesting stuff. I don't even remember what we got. Got a whole bunch of appetizers. Oh, right. Right. We really dove yeah. deep into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. I got like a tangerine beer. I mean, who can turn down a tangerine beer? That was just <laughs> Not top you. notch for me. Yeah. It's a really good spot. And and honestly, I didn't say this earlier and I should have. That column that I wrote last year generated more feedback than I, I swear anything I've ever written. Maybe outside of like, you know, a whole bunch of Bob Prince stories where I got like a hundred emails about people wanting to tell me they're Bob Prince, which was awesome. I'm not complaining. Um, but how much people love that and use it as a, a guidepost or whatever. Um, I just thought that was so neat. And so if you're going again this year, please check it out. There's going to be an updated version to it. Um, there's like little quick things that I put in there. Um, I don't want to spill the whole piece now because this is going to come out before the piece. But, um, you know, our, our places that we like a lot, there's a couple in there that I say I want to try. Um, one is actually an Abbey suggestion with the Pittsburgh connection. Um, we should really like as well Um, place that was in Cannonsburg. Um, so I'll, I'll leave you with that, but, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Spring training. It, it's just so weird. Like you live in another place for seven weeks, um, apart from your family. Sometimes, um, you know, it's nice that they come down. We'd probably do it differently in the future. What? Sometimes. <laughs> what? I mean, it's all except one week of it. Yeah, I guess that's true. The I'm same. living, living apart from my family for six weeks. Yeah. Um, it's about that. It's, it's hard. We make it work. It, all right. So this is going to take us into our final point though. We get to a certain point in the off season where you're ready to kick me out the door for some, for some perfectly understandable reasons. We get to a certain point in the off season where you are stir crazy and ready to go. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That point is in November. Just kidding. <laughs> It is true. Now, I mean, I, I, I'm just a busybody. I need to get yeah. going. I need to do something. And, and right now I've been feeling this way for a month. Um, but also when I leave, Abby has the habit of ripping up our house or DIYing the living daylights out of things. She'll do projects when I'm gone because I'm too 
neurotic to like if something's upended she can tolerate it our kids can tolerate it but like i probably won't or like you know i'm just gonna have a tougher time with it she probably doesn't want to hear me whine about it so like around this time she'd be like i need to need you to go to florida i got i got stuff to do i got projects around the house to get done well i'm now on several months of being excited for the projects i want to do and i'm just sort of like ready to go i'm ready to go (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. We've learned, <laughs> if anything, you can't be normal dealing with baseball. It's an odd life. Um, we've embraced it. And spring training's part of that. So uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. One last bit of Pirates news I do want to get to. Uh, Brett Honeywell uh, signed to a minor league deal. I really like this, by the way. Uh, former Rays guy. I remember watching him pitch, reading about him as a prospect. He was all the way up to 14th best prospect in baseball and incurred a whole rash of arm trouble. Uh, Tommy John surgery, nerve decompression surgery, two fractured elbows, um, has had some stuff and seemingly found a little bit of traction last year with San Diego. I was, a, I was surprised they DFA'd him when they did. Um, he did not pitch well for the White Sox, wound up in AAA, blah, 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 blah. Uh, has a unique repertoire. He's the only pitcher, Abigail, you'll appreciate this, in Major League Baseball who throws a screwball. Did you know I've that? heard of a screwball. Yes. Yes. Sounds so he, like a drink. It is. is it? <laughs> so he's throwing glasses all over the place. I don't know. I don't think so. And I don't think that'd work out real well for him, uh, <laughs> but, but he did some things. Um, if he can improve the control, get healthy, he's got some velocity there. So I'm curious to see how this goes. I, I like what the pirates did there. So, all right, that takes our tour through Bradenton um, intermixed with some, uh, some baseball talk there for you. What, what did we not get to? Well, there's a lot we didn't get to, but maybe that's intentional. So people sort of going. What do you got? What do you got? Final point. I guess my final point is Anna Maria Island is the greatest place on earth and you need to go. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a 15 minute drive. I mean, I recently talked to a family who was trying to plan a trip down to Bradenton and they're talking about having to move hotels and rent a car and doing all of these things simply because they weren't aware of how close Anna Maria Island is. And, you know, we are Pittsburgh kids, a lot of Pittsburgh kids, you know, you go to Ocean City, Maryland, you go to Myrtle Beach, nothing wrong with those places, super fun. But they are sort of these curated beach experiences. That's not what you get in Florida. I mean, you see so much wildlife, you see so many things that, you know, it feels like you're discovering them just because you've never been there before. I wrote specifically, just to show how nerdy I am. (laughs) about coquina clams, which are these little tiny clams that when our son was digging through the sand, he was like, hey, mom, look at this. And they're these little tiny animals, mollusks that live in these shells. They flip up on their side. They wiggle back into the sand. These are just things you don't see other places. And so it's a really it's a really special spot. And just don't miss the fact that it's so close. Just drive 15 minutes and you get to you get to do it. Nerd. Yeah, it's okay. That's right. I mean, I'm a health writer. I know. That's like literally why they hired me. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, if you drive those 15 minutes, I would highly recommend stopping at the Ugly Grouper. That is one of my favorite places. Um, you could also go to Beach House, great place to watch the sunset. Um, you're right out on the white sandy beaches, which, by the way, you always want to be out on the white sandy beaches. Um, we oftentimes go to Holmes Beach. There's a great tiki bar and restaurant in the back of the beach. Um, that's an awesome way to spend any day, but you know, you get a, get an off day down there or 
any time. Very big fan of that. Um, you're not going to have a tough time in Anna Maria Island. It's absolutely gorgeous. The the water that you get into, like Abby's talking about, some of the, the sea life, the aqua life out there, I mean, it's just stunning. It's absolutely amazing. We love it. Uh, can't wait to get going. Can't wait to, to start all that up. And, of course, um, we're going to have a lot of written coverage about the baseball team itself. Andrew Destin is, is writing a piece. I've got, I don't know, three or four or something like that, um, stuff actually pertaining to the on-field product questions, all that stuff, of which there are many, of which we've been discussing them a lot. Uh, but it's just a it's a unique trip and something we wanted to highlight in a little bit of a different way. So thank you, wife, for hopping on to this uh, podcast with me and putting up with me for 35 additional minutes. My pleasure, sir. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Make sure to like and subscribe so you can catch all of our content from Post-Gazette. Uh, writers, reporters, and all that fun stuff, any beat, Steelers, Pirates, Penguins, Pitt, you name it. Um, and we will talk to you back here again from Bradenton, and pitchers and catchers will have very much been started. Spring training will be started, and I can't wait. Thanks for watching, folks. Thank you for checking out this content from Post-Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.